Hi, I'm John Mayfield, the real estate tech guy with another Global Real Estate School podcast. Welcome to the podcast. I'm John Mayfield, the real estate tech guy, and this is episode 056 on a stormy, rainy Saturday morning here in beautiful Southeast Missouri. And today we're going to talk about effective gross income. Actually, I'm going to be spending the next few podcasts talking about some of the ratios and terminology you will need to know for the real estate examination in the appraisal section and calculating some various income approaches. So today I want to talk about effective gross income. If uh, one of the things that becomes a challenge for many real estate students is the fact that Unfortunately, a lot of individuals do not have some business background, business terminology background, and they will use a lot of terms that if you are familiar with the business jargon or business terminology, it actually can play to your benefit. But unfortunately, if, you've, if you do not have a good grasp or an understanding of some of the business terminology, you can... Um, I don't want to say struggle, but you will need to bring yourself up to speed and be able to learn some of the terms and business definitions that you will see on the real estate examination. And so with effective gross income, what we are talking about is what would the gross income be after you take some certain expenses or some certain items away from gross income. So you need to know, first of all, well, what is gross income? And gross income is the income before you take any expenses away, okay? So for example, if you ran a small pet store and you had customers who came in and purchased goods from you, whatever your total sales were at the end of the day would be your gross income. Now, that is not your net income. Net income is after we deduct our operating expenses. So your gross income is basically your total sales. Now, on the real estate exam, they will use apartments or sometimes businesses, but perhaps you have 20 apartments, and they all rent for $1,000 per month. What would the gross income be for the for one month's worth of rent? And it would be $20,000. Unfortunately, you don't always have 100% occupancy, right? Sometimes you may have 19 apartments that are leased, or perhaps 18 apartments that are rented. And you may also have two apartments where the tenants are not paying their rent. Does that make sense? So in other words, let's just say that you have 20 apartments. They rent for $1,000 per month. 19 apartments are rented. That's $19,000 and one person is not paying their rent. So in reality, 
you only have 18 apartments that you're collecting rent off of for the month. So that would be $18,000 that you would receive. And that is called effective gross income. Now, we also can take into consideration what we call vacancy rates and some other items. But what I want you to know on today's podcast is this. Gross income is the total sales or the total rents you receive. Effective gross income would be the total sales, potential sales or rents that you could receive less uh, your, your credit losses and your vacancy rate. So in my example, I gave you, there are 20 apartments, 19 are rented, one person is not paying their rent, so you are only receiving $18,000 for the month. That would be your effective gross income. Thank you for listening to the podcast for Global Real Estate School. I'm John Mayfield, the real estate tech guy. Go out and make it a great day.